Welcome to the Caribbean Foreign Affairs Podcast, Diplomatically Speaking. I'm Dr. Janine Brown-Metzger, former Jamaican Consul General and your host. Join me for candid conversations with leaders on the front line of U.S. and Caribbean affairs about bilateral relations, U.S.-Asia geopolitical tensions over the region, foreign trade, and why the U.S. should deepen its relationship with the Caribbean in the post-pandemic era. We will also discuss fresh ideas coming from the region for new and diverse economic opportunities and innovative ventures, and what could be a paradigm shift in Caribbean economic strategy. I'm excited about today's episode, first because of my very special guests and also because of the topic which many may find surprising. We are going to talk today about the stock exchanges of the Caribbean. It is a pleasure to have with me a longtime friend of over 20 years, Marlene Street Forrest, who is the managing director of the Jamaica Stock Exchange. She has worked for decades in the private and public sector in Jamaica and overseas. Under Marlene's leadership, the Jamaica Stock Exchange demutualized or went from a private entity to a public entity. And she also is credited for launching the US denominated market and the junior market in Jamaica. Marlene attended the University of the West Indies for her bachelor's and Barry University in Florida for her master's in business administration. She's acknowledged across financial circles in the Caribbean as a whiz and was honored by the government of Jamaica for her work. Welcome, Marlene, to Diplomatically Speaking. Great to have you. Thank you for having me. Well, first of all, let's share a little bit with our guests. Uh, by now, uh, we are here in the in in New York, I suppose. And what is it? What's going on climate-wise in 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 Jamaica? It is beautiful weather here in Jamaica. A little hot today, but generally speaking, you know, Jamaica, the weather is great. I think the last time I saw you, we were sitting on that fabulous veranda uh, in Kingston at that uh, great house. Devon yes. House for a fabulous lunch. I think we overstayed our time. We went into tea time actually by four o'clock, but it was really great seeing you and uh, always fun to be there. So you have presided over the conversion of the Jamaica Stock Exchange from a private entity to a public one. We'll get into uh, that a little bit later, but tell us a little bit about how the exchange began. Well, the exchange began in 1969. So last year, we really celebrated our 50th anniversary. Um, the players in the market at that time thought that it was necessary to have a structure in place that would allow for capital formation. And by that, I mean just a way to get capital monies into business in order to ensure their growth, their retooling, and all of that so that as an economy we could um, progress. They also thought about the necessity to have what is called a secondary market, mm -hmm. meaning having invested as an investor, having um, been a shareholder now in these businesses. Suppose I would like to trade those shares. I want to get out of that investment. What would we do? So the, the stock market was designed to have this secondary market activity where a person could buy or sell in an orderly manner. And we have been doing that for years. Let in me ask you, let me ask you, what is the size of the stock exchange exactly? What are some of the region's blue chip companies that are traded through the exchange? So the stock exchange, in respect to um, 
market capitalization, it is somewhere in the region of 14 billion US dollars. I mean, our currency, um, that's about a 1.5 trillion. That's a large exchange as it relates to the Caribbean. We have several of the, or most of the blue chip con companies on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. For example, National Commercial Bank. Mm -hmm. We have uh, um, the Scotia Bank, that's BNS. We have Grace Kennedy Group of companies right. that um, is on the exchange. Many manufacturing, many um, in telecommunications, and in all areas of industry, we um, are represented on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Whether it is on the main market, the junior market, or the U.S. denominated market. And the exchange does have a bond market as well. So is there a relationship with the New York Stock Exchange? The relationship that we have with the New York Stock Exchange is one of friendly discussion. Because the New York Stock Exchange, we have looked at many of their rules. And sometimes when we want guidance, the um, representatives also from the New York Stock Exchange, from time to time, have uh, come to our conferences and have delivered presentations. So yes, there's a relationship. We visit as well the New York Stock Exchange from time to time. Are there some companies that are on the New York Stock Exchange that perhaps are on the JSE? No, not at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, however, um, we are intending to make that approach in terms of companies in Jamaica that may want to list on the New York Stock Exchange or alternatively. And we will at, at some point um, enter into a memorandum of understanding if the New York Stock Exchange is so interested. Quite at, at this point in time, we do have a relationship like that though in um, Canada. What are the regula regulatory bodies that preside over you? You spoke earlier about a demutualized exchange. Right. And a demutualized exchange, we actually separate the regulatory body, um, part of the exchange from the commercial. And this is all about being transparent. So the, we have what is called within the exchange itself, a regulatory and market oversight um, committee, which is a committee of the board, with a market and regulatory oversight division, which regulates the exchange and companies and brokers that are listed. However, on top of that, we have what is called the Financial Services Commission. Right. And that is a government entity. Mm -hmm. It's akin to the US SEC, Securities and Exchange Commission, which regulates the market, the financial market. And that, that body regulates the exchange. I see where uh, the exchange, I mean, I was, I, I was literally bowled over by this because, uh, you know, as a Caribbeanist, I should really know this, but I see where you got some accolades or some citations from Bloomberg in the last oh, few years. Oh, mo most certainly. And we are very proud of that. Um, in 2015, we were the best performing exchange globally. What? 
Oh, most certainly. <laughs> That's amazing. Tell me a little more. And in 2019, 2018, we were the best performing exchange globally. So both in 2015 and 2018? That is correct. And to see that it's not a flash in the pan, but there's a consistency in how our companies are delivering. We also, in 2019, we had the fourth place. Now, you know, every year you would not be because some companies, some exchanges are, are mm. you know, going up as well. But it really um, tells you about the performance of our companies vis-a-vis the other markets, the return that the investor is getting on his or her investment. So, for example, you have a full panoply of financial instruments, securities, funds, derivatives, commodities, what are the rest? Currencies and bonds. You have all of those. And essentially what the market is showing is that you have returned the most re- profit to your investors in those years. In terms of um, equity. In terms of equity. Fascinating. In terms, in terms Absolutely of equity. Fascinating. I mean, it's interesting to, to, to know this because, of course, you're in a market with some behemoths. Yes, um, you know the New York Stock Exchange and other stock exchanges throughout the world, and to have come away with being the best performing in 2015 and 2018, and remain among the top four. Yes, in the last five years that is extraordinary. All right, so let's just pivot a little bit to the other. There are mm-hmm. stock exchanges in the region. I'm sure. Tell us about them. Yes, we have about 12 exchanges in the Caribbean, but the Ones that we are most associated with would be the Trinidad Stock Exchange, the Barbados Stock Exchange, Eastern Caribbean, and the Bahamas. Um, so those are the exchanges with the, um, the most activity mm-hmm. um, on the market. And we do have a relationship. Now, this is a relationship where we share technology, um, whether it is the communication backbone in terms of our Jamaica, Barbados, and Trinidad, or it is in relation to the trading platform or the settlement platform. Currently, though, we have a relationship in terms of the the communication, the technology, mm-hmm. and also that of the settlement platform. Recently, the Jamaica Stock Exchange migrated from its previous stock um, trading platform to that of the NASDAQ. That's right. I wanted to ask you about that. So the the New York Stock Exchange is what opens the market, right? The NYSE. The NASDAQ, which I had the pleasure of closing, is what closes the market. So tell me about that experience. Well, the the New York Stock Exchange... um, the NASDAQ platform, it's the platform that we have. It's a matching engine platform. Before, so that, we, you had, before that, you had what, what platform? Before that, we had a platform out of South Africa. Mm-hmm. And it did what it had to do. However, what we wanted was greater reliability. 
and we wanted certain features that will allow for further growth and development of our market. So, for example, there are areas that we will be going into in terms of bond trading, in terms of futures and options. And these are very much important to how we grow the market, we build the market out. And we felt that um, NASDAQ matching engine and also, you know, just the robustness of that platform right. would allow us to grow and um, achieve our strategic direction. Hence, we moved to that platform. So are there, I would imagine you have international investors. I know, obviously, the majority of your investors in the region would be from the region. Am I correct in that? Yes. Um, the fact is that most of the our investors are whether within Jamaica or um, within the region. However, let me hasten to say that we do have what is called an online trading platform, which facilitates and open up the ease of uh, persons anywhere in the world investing in our market. And we did that deliberately. I so, believe that's something that's came on fairly recently. It was either in 2019 or 2018. Um, it, it's about four years, four years old. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And it is growing. Um, I'm, I am, you might hear the excitement in my voice. Because what has happened now, especially within this pandemic, what we have found is so many persons are gravitating towards the online trading platform. And it's all about just ensuring that you utilize technology. And uh, um, we are having from USA, Canada, as far as China, so many persons now, um, investors, using the platform to um, conduct their business. Well, what's very interesting, too, is that were it not for the, the, the online trading, there would be issues such as uh, having to have a broker uh, outside of the United States in order to be able to facilitate your trading, because uh, talk about that a little bit. Yes. So whereas you still have to have a broker to set up that account Mm -hmm. because online trading still does not take away from the fact that a broker is required to set up and and allow for settlement. Mm -hmm. Why that account is set up? The individual now has the freedom not to have to call that broker to put in his trade or to say to... um, or to say to the platform, I want to sell or I want to purchase. Mm -hmm. So it allows for growth. What it also allows for is for um, persons to take advantage of um, the securities that are listed in the market. Could you just drill down a little bit more on the, in a more granular level, on the actual steps? So, for example, if somebody listening wants to trade, Tell us exactly step by step what here okay. have to do. So, if a person wanted to um, have a site of our market and want to trade, they would go on to the Jamaica Stock Exchange's website. Um, it is www.jtraderpro. They would go there and they would see 
where it is that they can select a broker. Mm-hmm. When they go, they will select a broker and they will um, sign up for an online trading account. What the broker will do, having gotten that request, and those are the participating brokers, because right. not all of our 13 brokers participate, but it is there, those who participate, the broker will respond to the investor um, asking for cer- certain accounts, you know, information, as you know, it is required because there is a know your customer and that will be filled in. And then the broker will, there is a, now the area where the, the in potential investor will fund, having had a yes from the broker, will fund that account. And then after that account is funded, then the, the um, platform is their oyster. They can now do their trade and also allow for settlement of their transaction. And uh, incidentally, the, that investor, unlike many other countries where you, you, are, you are not automatically able to see your statement of account, that investor can now see what is the statement, what is their statement in terms of what they have bought, what they have sold, because what we operate is a fully disclosed ID market, right. meaning now, once you have that account, you will see exactly what is your investment portfolio. Now, am I correct in that you bypass fees? No, you're not correct okay. <laughs> in that you bypass fees. But Just thought I'd try. <laughs> what is good is this, that many of the brokers now have decided that the fees, once you go online, that commission that is normally paid to the broker is significantly reduced. So there is advantage in going um, to the online trading portal. Well, there is another important advantage as well, and that is on the tax side. If you are a foreign investor trading on the Jamaica Stock Exchange, talk to us about what that would look like on your tax report. Well, if you are an investor trading on the Jamaica Stock Exchange, um, in terms of the the trading, if you are to sell your securities, when you buy your securities, what obtains is the is the commission and from the broker, which as I said, if you go online, it's lower. Right. But in respect to selling of any of your securities, that there is no tax. Um, that is uh, taken from the selling of your securities. And any um, any increase in the value, so the, the profit, so to speak, that you make, I want to keep it simple, um, there is no tax that is, um, is taken from uh, that uh, sale of that uh, um, investment. That's right. And, uh, and, and that would mean that you would need to be a foreign investor or specifically for what I know, a U.S. investor. Now, uh, Jamaica, I don't know which other Caribbean countries have a double taxation treaty. So if you pay taxes in one country, don't pay it in the other. Is that correct? So um, as it relates to the United States or other um, 
countries outside of the United States, it be, that becomes an income to you. They, we do not tax it in Jamaica, whether for Jamaicans or a foreign national. However, the um, in terms of the tax that you will pay um, in your own jurisdiction is dependent on the tax treaty. Right. And uh, we always say to our investors um, that they need to check with their um, accountant. Their, their accountant. That mm. is it. Yes. Right. Uh, talk to me a little bit about um, what is happening now. I mean, we have COVID, we have a shutdown in all of the markets worldwide. What, what kind of impact is that having on, on the Jamaica Stock Exchange and the other ones in the region? Well, I'm pleased to say that in respect to Jamaica Stock Exchange and all the others in the region, we are still open for business. So um, trades continue um, despite COVID-19. Trades continue on a daily basis. So we, we are able, because it is all computerized, um, the, the broker can trade as they normally do um, otherwise, whether it's COVID or not. They can trade on the stock exchange and in for the others in the, the Barbados, Trinidad, Eastern Caribbean. You can still put through those trade because it is all electronic. We have moved away from the open outcry where a broker would have to come in. And so trades continue across the exchange. Naturally, what has been happening is that there is a fear as to what COVID-19 will do in respect to some businesses. Uh, will there be a fallout in profit, etc.? So we have seen where um, the index and the index records the price of that share times the, the amount of shares in that company. And then it records whether the price is an, um, one factor, one variable. And if the price is going down, your index naturally goes down. Let's look at so, some specific. Let's look at some specific um, um, companies. I don't know whether you. I know you have the information. I'm not sure whether you are able to speak on this because you're representing GSC. But we have in the Caribbean a significant tourism-driven market. Yes. So I would imagine that many of the the uh, stocks that are associated with the tourism industry. Would go down. Would yes. go down. Are taking yes. a hit right now. Yes, and that there right. would be others that would be growing. Um, certainly. Uh, so, are there any tourism stocks that are that are on the exchange that you can share with us? As you say, we do have those tourism-related stocks, and I wouldn't call the names now, right. but some of those would take a bit of a hit at this time, naturally, because um, many of those facilities would be closed. And But we do have those stocks that are um, will see an increase in their price. Um, for example, we have seen where those companies that have food-related um, products for example, like uh, beverage manufacturers, yes, like and so on. Yes, we would, we would see an increase in some of those. 
and you know conglomerates such as Grace Kennedy. You know, I don't want to call those names, but that's a general industry. You would have you'd see some of those increasing, and you would see um, in the medical business, um, for example, those dealing with disposables, anything to do with um, the medical side, you'd see also an increase in those. And but what we have seen um, for the first quarter of this year is that the returns that uh, um, our companies are posting are very good returns. We have to watch and see what will happen, say, for example, in second quarter of this year. But as it relates to how investors are viewing it, they are viewing um, the COVID-19 as somewhat of a threat. So prices have um, tended for all of the shares to be a little lower, such that the index has gone down some um, 26%. 26%. All right. Yes. So in areas like agriculture, which uh, I would understand is an area that would be growing because the importation of food is down. So local farmers, which is the way it should have been in the first place, are upping their production. Are you seeing an increase in, uh, in the agricultural stocks? Um, we really do not have a, um, a direct um, stock in relation to agriculture, but agriculture byproducts, which are like the, the food manufacturing companies. Right. Mm -hmm. And those we are seeing that the, the, by and large, the, the prices are being maintained. The fact is, though, when you compare what we are seeing now with, say, a 20, 2008 um, of fallout, you remember the financial crisis. Right. Um, sometimes the prices will go down. But the beauty of the market is this. Stay course, stay your course, and you will see that um, in time and quickly, usually, the prices start to inch back up because of the resilience. One has to look at the resilience of the companies that are listed on the exchange. Right. They will be seeing the opportunities. You spoke about um, food production, they, um, the farmers. They will be seeing those uh, opportunities and will convert those opportunities within the business to allow for profitability um, for their shareholders. Uh, the last part, we're nearing the end, but I would be remiss if I didn't spend some time talking about the JSSE, <coughs> which is the Jamaica Social Stock Exchange, uh, designed really to reach out to people like myself, Jamaicans in the diaspora, to bring them into the whole solution and funding of some of our most critical social um, um, opportunities. Talk yes. to us about what the mission is there. Well, the, the Jamaica Social Stock Exchange is a subsidiary of uh, the Jamaica Stock Exchange. And we are saying, we're not just talking about corporate social responsibility of companies, but we are saying that this is a platform to promote the mobilization of social capital. We have, start, we have two markets, the Jamaica Social Investment Market and the Jamaica Social Impact Investment. And the first market we have started with where we are saying social investment 
in the form of donations, which will allow for many of the um, projects that are socially related to be funded because we know and we are convinced that the social climate or the social infrastructure enables the financial infrastructure. You're then putting we, an emphasis, one minute, you're putting an emphasis on the word donation. Is that separate from investment? No, we consider donation an investment, huh. but it is a social investment. Okay. And then, but then we have, but the return on that is social, a social return. The fact is that you understand that the climate has improved and that is going to find its way into um, how, um, you know, the, the resilience of um, the persons who need um, to be funded and how the transparency of what goes on with the monies that have been put to, towards the projects. But in stage two, we have this the impact investment, and that is where social entities, um, persons will be able to invest in social entities and to get a return on their investment, which is a social return on their investment and actual a financial return on their investment. So we are building, building, it, building it out in two phases. Phase one, where it is social return, and phase two, where it is also social and financial return. Where so are you focused on infrastructure projects like building schools and hospitals? Most certainly. So why is that, that social entity is a registered entity. They can come to the social stock exchange with a project and to say, this is a project that we want to be funded. This is how the, the cost of funding, this is what the outcome will be. And then we put it on our, we, we um, as, a, as a, um, the listing and the standards committee will uh, review those documentations and see whether it is approved. Once approved, we put it on that platform to encourage persons to participate in that. So it's now, somehow it's, it's something like an IPO. It is something like an IPO, mm -hmm. but, that, but the investment, the return is social. Now in phase two, it will be the same thing, but it is the entity and not a project that we'll be funding. So it is the entire entity that you can buy into as a shareholder. But we are now at phase one. And we have, a, we have been very successful so far because we have put up five um, and, um, projects that we have placed on the platform. They are Choose Life that deals with um, the mission of suicide, etc. We have put up Agency for Inner City Renewal, and that is about music. We have mm -hmm. put a Praise Jamaica, and that is how children integrate into a school setting and otherwise conflict resolution. Alpha, most persons know about Alpha School of Music and their funding, and a company called DefCan and its project, and that has to do with those persons who have, are disabled. And we have had full funding 
for DEFCAN. So DEFCAN is now listed on the social stock exchange, having had full funding. And what the social stock exchange will do now is monitor um, that company to ensure that the funding it received um, is being used um, as the as the organization said it would be used, the transparency of what happens with each phase of that project, and also um, to allow persons now to look to see that what they had invested in, the social investment, was well done, and the measurements that come um, by way of that funding. Well, this has been extraordinary. I uh, There's a lot that we covered today, and folks should feel... Uh, free to check out the website, which I believe is www.jatrader.pro. That is for the online. Um, yes, to go online. And would you give us the website for the stock exchange? And the website for the stock exchange is www.jamstockex.com. And for the social stock exchange is jsse.com jamstockex.com Marlene, what a pleasure it's been to talk with you today. Uh, thank you so very much for taking time out of your very busy day to join us. It was an absolute pleasure. That's it for our uh, episode on the Jamaica Stock Exchange with Marlene Street Forest, Managing Director of the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Thank you all for joining. Take care until next time. Thank you for listening to Diplomatically Speaking, the Caribbean Foreign Affairs podcast that keeps you up to speed on the issues about the most pressing matters of our time concerning the region and how they connect to you. We hope you'll join us again for another exciting conversation. Please visit us online at www.diplomaticallyspeaking.com and share this podcast with others. Until next time, walk good.